guys. We're back to today again to talk about the rest of God. You know, we've been looking at an outline about praying in the last days, uh, how to stay safe through prayer, because Jesus said, pray that you enter not into temptation. So um, as you're in prayer, you, you won't be so tempted to be drawn into the darkness and the offense of the devil and the distractions that he has for us. It's so easy to get distracted in today's world with the darkness on the earth. And it's easy to get sucked into fear, doubt and unbelief. But as children of God, we have a safe place to be. You know, even in the, in the book of Exodus, when, the, when they were coming out of Egypt, there was the land of Goshen. And I always liken that to uh, Egypt is a symbolic of the, of the world system. And we are in the world, but not of it. <clears throat> but God has provided a Goshen for us, a land for us. And it's called the Word of God, Jesus, our Savior. And so that's kind of how we are looking at praying in the last days. And last week, we were looking at uh, entering into His rest. And some of the some of the uh, out the checkpoints, the little uh, boxes that we want to check off that we've looked at uh, over the last many weeks, actually, um, is that we've established when we come to prayer, we're praying for those people that. Um, are, are not easy to win. They're hooked on, they're entrapped to something. Uh, we, out of Proverbs 5.22, we talk about how a man is in bondage to his own sin. And so those people that are entrapped by their own sin and they cannot, they're not free to respond necessarily to the gospel the way a, somebody else could. So we're praying to set them free, to set at liberty them that are held captive. And that's what we've been looking at. So if you've been praying for somebody for a very long time, this would be a good podcast for you to listen to. But the first thing we did was find out what you're praying, either for a person, for a situation. Uh, a lot of times for people that are entrapped in drugs or are in bondage to different things like that. And you first you want to get your motive purified and cleansed and develop a pure motive as to why you are praying for this. Uh, is it about me? Is it about them? No, it's about God's glory. If you, we can get the attitude and the vision in our hearts that God uh, has has a destiny for all human beings. He knew us from before the foundation of the world, and He established destiny in us, and it's for His glory. And you know, when you look at Jesus on the cross. And you look at what the father prayed, the price he paid, the price the son paid to set us free and to to bring us home. Uh, God deserves the glory. And so no matter how I feel about someone or about something or about a situation, I need to pursue the Lord and find out how does he how does he get the glory out of this? What can I do to uh, partnership with his spirit and bring it into glory for his sake? And that's that's the attitude that we want to pray with. So we establish that we purify our motive as to why we are praying about this. For instance, if you went to the Lord in prayer and asked him for something, what if he just said, why? Why do you want me to do that? What's What do you want here? And I, to get it established in our mind's eye that it's for the glory of God because he deserves it. And uh, so we purify our motive because it's for his namesake for his mercy's sake. 
Our next step was to locate obstacles, any obstacles that are in the way from where the situation is or the person is to where they need to be or the situation needs to be to bring glory to God. What are the obstacles that are in the way? You know, Jesus said to speak to the mountain. So obviously there are mountains that can be in the way. And I often think too of uh, in Isaiah 40 and in the New Testament with John the Baptist coming on the scene, a voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. This whole podcast series that we've been doing is preparing the way of the Lord. And God's ready and waiting to do great and mighty things, but he's calling us to prepare the way of the Lord so he can come in and and blow the lid off, so to speak. <laughs> he can come in and miracles can happen, but we've prepared the way of the Lord. And um, we pull down strongholds. If there are strongholds in the way, you know, I've, I've shared with you before, I see the coming of the Lord like an airplane landing and um, <clears throat> it has to land on an airstrip. And for an airplane, uh, just say, say it's the president's plane of the United States, a huge big plane, and it has to land on a clean, clear airstrip. And that's the way the glory of God is. And that's what's coming to take us home. A clean, uh, 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 so a clean, clear airstrip. So we don't ask God to remove the devil. We take care of that. He said, you go and cast out devils. So if we find that the demon has set up residence somewhere and a stronghold has been formed, we have to speak to that. It's our job to speak to it, clear it out of the way, and then we call in, uh, pray in what the Holy Ghost, pray in the love of God, pray in the destiny of that person. Um, uh, pray thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Find out what God wants to fill that with. You need to fill the void, but you need to find out what the obstacle is too. And so you uh, you you pull down the strongholds, you raise up, this is, pull down the high things, raise up the low things. And so uh, I always look at the low things as like, you know, potholes in the road. Uh, they come in and they fill in those potholes and bring them up level with the rest of the road. And that's what the love, love covers or, or will f uh, fill in where a multitude of sins are. So when you extract something and pull it out, you need to fill it with something. And so we pull down the high things, we raise up the low things, and we make a straight path for the glory of God to be made manifest in all flesh to see it. So uh, that's what we're doing in these prayers. So we locate those obstacles. I've shared with you before, especially where I really learned a lot of this, is that um, I was praying for someone for a long time and finally gave up. I just said, you know, I'm not praying for this person anymore till you show me how to pray because I'm obviously doing something wrong, Lord. And so many times we go to blame God, didn't want it, but it was our lack of knowledge that we weren't getting anywhere. And so um, when, we, uh, when we seek the Lord to find out his strategy or to find out what the obstacles are, then we can move them out of the way. So then we, we've located the obstacles, pulled down the strongholds, asked the Holy Spirit for his strategy. How do you want to address this? See, we, what we're doing is we're partnershiping, partnering or partnershiping with the Holy Spirit. He's our counselor and our guide, and he'll show, he's going to lead us into victory in Christ. We just have to, to hear and obey, actually. But it, it, it's, uh, 
to pray out. And, and that's when we talked, I think, the last couple of weeks about how important it is to pray in other tongues. Because you pray out mysteries when you pray in other tongues. Did you know that uh, God has made us stewards? We're ambassadors for Christ, for the anointing. He's made us a steward of his love and of mysteries. And so uh, what are the mysteries that are holding this person in bondage? We need to seek the Holy Spirit. And when you pray in other tongues, you pray out those mysteries. And some then you just wake up some morning and you go, oh, I see that now. And you didn't even know, but the Holy Spirit opened your eyes. So it's really an exciting uh, journey. And to think that you can change destiny forever, destiny forever from he hell to heaven for a person is just unimaginable to be able to be a part of that. So I encourage you to listen to these podcasts. Uh, then we establish our focus and learn to deal with distractions because the minute you start, when your target comes in and narrows down and you lock in to your target and get the obstacles out of the way, if there are any devils that have been there or the devil himself or the demons themselves, uh, they, they, want, uh, they want to hinder you. They want to distract you. They have got to stop you in whatever way they can. And sometimes they'll have your best friend turn on you. So um, don't be surprised at that because it is a spiritual warfare that we're entering into. So uh, then we establish our focus and deal with the distractions that come. And then we stir up the gifts within us. You know, we have this, the, uh, I don't have them in front of me, but it's in 1 Corinthians 12, this uh, spirit of uh, a word of wisdom, a word of knowledge. When I was praying for that person in my life, uh, the word of wisdom came to me. The word of knowledge came to me and showed me that there were three demons that had that person in bondage. And, and so I waited. I even told the Holy Spirit, I said, I'm going to wait a while and make sure I've got it. If there's anything else you need to say to me, and I didn't hear anything else, just trust the Lord that he can speak to us. Believe him to speak to you. And he knows how to get the point across to where you can know that you know. And, and I've shared before how he's said to me before when I worried over was I hearing from him or the devil or myself. And he said I was giving more credit to, uh, I had more faith in my inability to hear than I had in his ability to speak. So just determine that you're going to trust him. He, he's He's done all this to, to bring us to this point so we, we can participate with him in these things. So he's certainly not going to drop us now. He's not going to leave us there now. So we establish our focus and we deal with the distractions which are trying to get us off of the point of operation. The devil wants to get you out of his business. So, and then there's a... a point here that I've put, allow the Holy Spirit to lead you. And uh, we'll get back to that later, a little later in time, because um, there's a lot to that. And I, I don't want to interrupt this flow here, because after that, allow the Holy Spirit to lead you. And then he, you're going to enter into his rest. And I want to finish up talking about the rest of God. You know, last week we were um, talking from Matthew eleven twenty-eight, 28 and, uh, in the Message Bible. That was so good. I just want to read it again. It says, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? 
Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. I, and learn the unforced rhythms of grace. That's my favorite line. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. So in other words, you know, it reminds me of a scripture in Proverbs 8 where the Lord says, I will cause those who love me to inherit substance. And you know, when I first got saved, my practice was that I would write down in my notebook my prayer request. I'd write down questions that I had. And, and then I would uh, start in the Proverbs. I would start with the proverb of the day. And then wherever the Bible took me from there, start in the Proverbs. Because the Proverbs are there to, to solve mysteries and, and interpret riddles. And so I'd start in the Proverbs with my question is what I was asking God. And I had to do it that way because I didn't know him well enough to know what he might do or not do. So I had to have him tell me every little thing he would do or not do. And that's how I started off. But in this proverb, it says, I will cause those who love me to inherit substance. And basically, he said, as we walk together and you learn my ways and my principles, you will become like me. And that's what he's, that's what he's aiming for, for us to be like our father, to be conformed into the image of Christ, our, our elder brother, if you will, and our savior. And as we walk with him and seek his ways, then he said, I will cause you to inherit substance. Isn't that great? That's in Proverbs 8. Um, so are you, so learn the unforced, the, the point I was making is that, that once you, you know, like, for me, in the beginning, I had to ask the question, Lord, what do you want to do in this situation? Or how would you handle this situation? Or what, does, what am I supposed to do here? I didn't have a clue. And, and, and he showed me that. He said, there'll come a day when you'll just know because you will have inherited substance. Uh, we would have inherited his entity of who he is. He deposits that in us, but we have to grow up into it. It's like putting on your daddy's shoes. <laughs> They're too big for you when you're a toddler, but when you grow up, you grow up into your daddy's shoes. And that's what he's wanting. And so when we partnership with him in these situations, this, this is important to him. These people that we're praying for, these situations that we're praying over, it's important to him that his glory is manifested in these things because it's the glory that causes uh, change. It's the glory that will cause people to come when they see the glory of God. They'll be when Jesus walked on on the scene. They people were attracted and drawn to that that anointing. So the unforced rhythms of grace. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace, where you will just learn to flow in the power of God. That you will just learn to flow in the peace of God, that you will just learn to flow in the fruit of the Spirit and in the gifts of the Spirit. And then it says, I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. And you know, I was just sharing with someone a minute ago that uh, just the other day I was kind of, I don't know how to say, I was just a little, just a little disappointed in myself and feeling like I could have done better in something. And, um, but didn't seem like I was ever doing better in it. And finally, the Lord just spoke to me so sweetly. And he said, uh, just do the best you can and I'll do the rest. 
went, oh, I can't tell you how that, um, that set me free. I thought, I can do that. I can do the best I can and trust you. You know, uh, years back I was with a, in a prayer group and a lady said something that, you know, when the Lord speaks, you remember it for, for a long time. And so um, she, she was ta- telling about her week and we were in a prayer group. She was telling about her week and, she, and it had been a bad week and had exhausted her faith. And she just said, I just said, Lord, thank you that I got to the end of myself because now I can enter into you. You know, he said, my power is more perfectly fulfilled in your weakness, he told Paul. So when we get to the end of ourself, and, and for instance, take the gift of faith. There's different gifts of the Spirit. Let's just say the gift of faith. When your faith has come to the end of its level, then the Holy Ghost kicks in. And that's what the Lord was saying to me. You do the best you can and I'll take care of the rest. I'll get the rest. I'll kick in then. And so that's what we do. We It's not all him and it's not all us. It's a partnership. It's he and I together. It's you and him together. And it's an exciting journey for us to take. So I, I, I pray that you are um, seeing some results in the people that you are praying for. I'd love to hear hear your victories. Or maybe you're stuck somewhere and you and you want to ask a question or something. Go ahead and and do that also. And um, it's just I just encourage you to participate. And I'm excited to hear about your victories. Amen. And we enter into His rest. And that the the next time we meet, what I want to get to is how do we do that? You know, it's easy to say entering into His rest, but I mean, what does that mean? I walk through a door. Uh, what does that mean that I enter into his rest? How do I do that? And so we'll get into that next week. Amen. Well, God bless you. It's good to be with you. And see you next week.